0: Many of us are just starting out, buying a home, having babies, and building wealth. Be sure to add securing your family's future to your to-do list by establishing a will or trust at trustandwill.com. At trustandwill.com, setting up an estate plan is simple, convenient, and secure. For as little as $39, you can nominate guardians for your children, determine who gets your stuff, and plan for future medical care from the comfort of your home. Hiring a traditional estate attorney can cost thousands, and using a one-size-fit-all template is not nearly specialized enough. Trust and Will documents are designed by estate planning experts and customized for the state you live in. And with their live customer service support seven days a week, TrustandWill.com's team is available to answer any questions you have while setting up your plan. Trust and Will has a quiz that you can take to see what fits your personal needs. And they are the most trusted name in the online estate planning category. They're a leader on Trustpilot, and they've helped hundreds of thousands of people protect. Their families, assets, and legacy. Gain peace of mind at trustandwill.com/slash/haygirl and get 10% off plus free shipping of your customized legal documents. Don't wait, go right now. This is really important. Get 10% off plus free shipping at trustandwill.com/slash/haygirl. Again, that's trustandwill.com/slash/haygirl. Hi, I'm Alex L., and I write books for a living. The Hey Girl podcast was created with sisterhood and storytelling in mind. Hey Hey girl. Hey girl. Hey girl. Hey girl. Join us as we journey through sharing together. Hey girl. Hey, girl. Hi, Aaliyah. How are you today? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I am really pumped to be chatting with you. I cannot wait to dive into our conversation. But before we get started, can you please let the Hey Girl listeners know who you are and what you do?
1: Yeah. Yeah. My name is Aaliyah Wanick and I have a women's wear line that I started in 2016. So I do that, and I also am a full-time speech therapist as well.
0: So I want to start with how your brand came to be. I forget how I discovered you, but I've been a customer for a couple of years now. And what really calls me to your work is the timeless, functional beauty of everything that you offer, especially the sweatshirts. You know, I love those. I have like 10. (laughs) We have so many. So let's start there. How did the brand come to be?
1: Well, Saying that I do speech therapy full time, I've always had a creative side to me that I wanted to express in some way. And I think from a younger age, I knew I wanted my own business and it kind of morphed in different areas. But I landed on women's wear probably like, I don't know, 10 plus years ago. And I was just like trying to build information because coming from another industry, I had no idea how to even get into the fashion industry. So I spent a really long time just trying to like research and just, you know, gather as much knowledge as I could. And and along the way, just thinking more about what I wanted to see in a clothing line and just like articulating more values that I think that I were coming along the way when I would just like as a consumer or customer buy clothing. But I think when then when you turn around to wanting to have your own clothing line, it becomes more spotlighted on what exactly do you want to stand for in your clothing line. So you bringing up like timelessness, that's definitely a word that came up for me when I was thinking initially, like, how do I want to design? I want it to be my clothing to be in people's wardrobes for a really long time. And I want you to kind of not think too hard about putting it on, but then also style wise, like that really translating and coming through.
0: I love that. And that's exactly what it does for me as a consumer. And I think that's why I had to have every sweatshirt in every color because it's like, (laughs) I don't think twice about throwing on a sweatshirt. I'm an avid sweatshirt collector. A lot of people may not know this about me, but I have like at least 150, like summer new. I know. It's wild. My husband's like, yo, can I have any space in the closet? Can I have new ones like yours? I have vintage ones. And I don't know, there's just something about being able to grab a sweatshirt and throw it on. And I love that yours are versatile. I can dress it up or I can dress it down, which feels really good just with my laid back style anyway. So of course, I would love to dive into you being a full-time speech therapist, because I know I speak with a lot of entrepreneurs on this show and some folks still have the their full-time jobs. And I want to talk a little bit about navigating the two, especially now with uh, your brand being so busy right now and you still having a full-time job, you know, to cater to. So what's that been like for your creative heart and your, you know, professional heart?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think, um, you know, professionally starting off, what, four years ago, I think I was always kind of looking at the business as a business, but I was treating it more as a hobby. Mm. So I think initially I was able to go down to 4 days a week and that you know one day a week I would devote to the business and then on the weekends and then I think as I slowly started you know increasing sales and gaining more visibility it has gotten to a point where On like an emotional level, I feel like there's a very good balance between what I do and who I work with in speech therapy and then also fulfilling the creative side. So I think I feel very balanced on that end. But I think that the increase in sales, visibility, traffic, everything, I am seeing the push and pull that's not becoming so balanced time wise. Mm. so you know when I'm looking at my schedule now I'm kind of working all the time and for me these are two things that I've chosen and they're two things that I feel passionate about so it may not feel like I'm dredging along like working so you know it's not feeling tiring in a sense but I have seen just the effects of What it's taking on me just in terms of like self care, being able to relax when there are days that I decide not to work on either one, I start to feel a little guilty or I feel like I'm missing something, like it's going to come back and bite me. And I know that that wasn't how I felt initially. So I think, I think those are things too. Like when you're in a sense juggling two full time jobs, you know that time is going to be sacrificed. Yeah. I think, you know, like creatively, I think they both have informed each other in a way. I think speech and the connections I make with people and the way I'm trying to get my students to connect with each other, that's how I also view trying to connect with my customers. And when I see people in person too, and I feel like I have to say before COVID, when I was seeing yeah. customers in person, like that's really important. For me, it's important for me to connect with people in a more authentic, deeper way than just kind of interacting with somebody as, even though I'm just saying customer, but like just like customer, I'm selling you a product. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think what's nice is for me, you know, I really am fascinated by people's style and what that says about their identity and what they're really trying to communicate to the outside world or to their environment, even how they're trying to communicate that within themselves. And so those are things that I really am interested in when I meet someone and when I'm talking to them. And I do think that that is a crossover from speech therapy because I think when you think speech therapy, you think speech. I'm really working with young adults with disabilities on social skills. And so I'm really trying to work with them and figuring out like, how do you really connect with other people? So, So yeah, they
0: both intersect. I love Squarespace. They make AlexL.com look bomb. I have been a customer for years now, so having them as a sponsor for this show makes me thrilled. If you are unfamiliar with Squarespace, here's the deal. They inspire millions of dreamers, makers, and doers by providing them with the tools they need to bring their creative ideas to life. On Squarespace's dynamic all-in-one platform, customers can build a website, claim a domain, sell online, and market a brand. Simple easy, beautiful. Their products combine cutting edge design, this is so important, and world-class engineering, making it easier than ever to establish your online presence. Squarespace is perfect for people who are ready to make their ideas a reality and for those who want those ideas to stand out. There is no other platform I would ever use. Outside of Squarespace just isn't going to happen. I want you to fall in love with them too. So head to squarespace.com slash heygirl for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code heygirl to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash heygirl and use offer code heygirl to send 10% off of your first purchase of a website or domain. Join me. You'll never have a more beautiful website. I'm telling you. I want to talk about that intersection a little bit because it brings mm-hmm. me kind of to my next question of community care and you do both with both of your jobs with your yeah. speech therapy job and with offering garments to your customer. What Have they individually and collectively kind of shown you about community as a whole, especially during this time with COVID and the uprisings and being a Black woman in this work on both spectrums, you know?
1: Well, I think I'll speak on it, you know, first from the clothing line perspective. I think community for me was really around other designers in the area, reaching out to them. And then I think, especially during this time... And all the visibility and then seeing too how my followers on social media, my customers, how they are commenting and how much they are really supporting me. It's been really nice to see that in terms of widening that community on that In that way as well, which I don't know in in some ways if that sounds kind of contradictory to when I was saying like I like talking to my customers in person, but I think social media can be a different base to navigate. I think for me, I'm so community for me in the first sense has always been like this in-person type of experience. So it's definitely me like broadening and expanding those circles of what community looks like. For me, I've also been wanting to zone in more of like who I want to try to lift up as well. And I think for me, I want to. Pursue more lifting up other women of color, particularly black women, creative artists, makers too, to be able to spotlight them as well. Because I feel Mm -hmm. like as my platform grows, I feel like I want you know us to be seen collectively versus just like one of us, you know, or like um, pinpoints of us like here and there, right, within this whole base. And then I think from from speech therapy, it's been hard to be removed from everyone or just now, we're now seeing each other on screens. I think when we were able to see each other in person, it's so much energy exchange, you know, that you get to do, you get to shape, you get to expand on. And then when you are seeing someone on a screen, that can kind of mute those that type of exchange with people. That's important for me is that type of energy. Are you bringing to your community when it's ebbing and flowing or it's, just like, how is it shifting to hold that space for the people around you that you really care about? You know, my speech therapy community, my students, like, they are like family to me. My coworkers are like family. So for me, it becomes a bigger deal for me to make sure that the people around me feel loved, they feel supported. And I think now during the pandemic, it's just, you know, at the beginning, a lot of my work shifted just, to how is everyone coping? Like, what do people know what to do to cope with it? And I was checking in on like, that was the beginning of my speech therapy work was like really checking in on people and finding out, you know, just how is everybody doing and what types of care do they need? I would say that it's then to to other designers and people who are my friends you know like there's a lot of checking in to see how we're doing I just actually came from a very small picnic with with a few other designers where we were really just checking in because we hadn't seen each other I don't know in like eight months or something so we just wanted to see how each other was doing so
0: this year I'm refocusing on what it means to take care of myself and it couldn't be easier than with Daily Harvest. They've been the one thing that makes me feel better about my day and myself and what I'm putting in my body. I'm really loving their harvest bowls and the smoothies. My kids adore smoothies and I have never had an easier smoothie experience than with Daily Harvest. Daily Harvest delivers delicious food all built on organic fruits and vegetables and it comes right to your door. It literally takes minutes to prepare. And I never have to think twice if the food I'm eating is good for me because it is. It's absolutely delicious, fresh, clean, and just my new favorite thing. Daily Harvest is ready when you are. Everything stays fresh in your freezer until you're ready to enjoy it, so you waste less food too. No need to overthink any of your meals for the week with Daily Harvest. Smoothies for breakfast, crisp flatbreads for lunch or dinner, and food that's perfect for cooler weather like their perfectly roasted harvest bowls and soups. Daily Harvest never uses preservatives, added sugar, or artificial anything, and they just launched their first ever plant-based milk collection starting with almond milk. Daily Harvest milk is made of only almonds and a dash of sea salt. That is it. Plus, I can actually stay stocked up since everything stays fresh till I'm ready to use it. AKA, no more mad dashes to the grocery store when I need almond milk for my smoothies or a splash for my coffee in the morning. They are committed to minimizing their environmental impact. They're in process of transitioning to 100% compostable, recyclable, plant-based, and renewable fiber packaging. Daily Harvest is undeniably delicious, clean food without any of the prep. Get started today. Go to dailyharvest.com and enter promo code heygirl to get $25 off your very first box. That's promo code heygirl for $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com. That's dailyharvest.com. It makes a lot of sense. I was going to ask in regards to meeting up with designers that you haven't seen in months and they are a part of your community. What was that like for you? If you could reflect on that as a form of self-care, what was that like for you?
1: Yeah, that was mentally and just emotionally like a really bright spot. This weekend in particular, I mean, California is dealing with so many fires and we've had really bad air quality for three weeks now. It's just been really tough around this time. And, you know, actually today we were able to meet and have the picnic and I think just being able to about super detailed things that have to do with design or do with what's going on right now. And just knowing that you're around others who get it and who can speak that same language. It's very nice to have that. And then it's also nice to see people in person. I really haven't been too social during this time. You know, I'm a single woman. I mean, I think the most I've been doing is like going to the grocery store and walking my dogs, you know, mm-hmm. outside. So mm-hmm. I've had very few interactions with my friends. It's like I almost favorite more and just really happy to see them. And also as I was leaving, I thought, I need to find I know I found my normal routine in this, but my normal routine in this is very isolated and I need to make sure that I do this, you know, in a more regular sense. Like for me, you know, it's all, we're all dealing with different levels of comfort. How comfortable are you meeting up with, you know, even if you're doing the social distancing, you're wearing the mask, yes. you know, there's still this level of anxiety around possibly catching it. But I think for me, what I knew... Is yeah, from like a self-care perspective, like I can't sleep on this, like I can't letting another eight months go by, I don't think is good for me self-care wise. So I think that it's just now we're trying to find like some new
0: sense of gathering, you know, Mm. with this. I love that, how you put that, a new sense of gathering. I think that's so important too. I'm a family of five, but we're still, yeah. like, we're not doing anything. We're home. We have two little babies. We have a 12 year old who's homeschooling and it can start feeling a little bit claustrophobic. But as you mentioned, like the comfort level thing, you know what I mean? It's still a real thing, that yeah. fear. And also me like understanding that, Like, I really miss my people and I really miss my friends and like sitting in that grief a little, being open with my husband about like the space I need. You know what I mean? Because it's, we've been in the house for seven months. (laughs) It's wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just to round off our conversation, I would love Mm -hmm. to hear a little more about your self care practice and maybe what you want it to look like. I know that you said that it can be kind of challenging, but moving forward, it could be one day a week. What do you want to make yeah. more space for in your self-care practice?
1: I've been thinking, you know, that's something I would say is actively on my mind because I do have the personality that when I want change, I want to do everything at once. And I can go hard at something and then fall off. And that in itself is not really a good thing space to do self care from is to try to go hardcore with it. So I've been trying to kind of implement things that become routine. And I think the biggest thing for me is I grew up and I was an athlete and I always had exercise in my routine, but it was always for like the purpose of losing weight or, you know, like training, but I think now, during this time, I got back into it. I hadn't exercised for a really long time, and then I just got back into it a couple months ago. And I think just from, like, a mental health standpoint, it's really helped keep me even. So I feel like if I had those dips of really feeling anxious or down and just, like, worried, concerned, I realized that my exercises really kept me more even, And so I'm not dipping as low into those feelings or those emotions. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's been something I've been really proud about because it just is a different for me now to look at exercise from that sense than to look at it from like oh well I want to lose like 10 pounds you know that's been really big and I think also too I'm other things I'm getting into I when I can like I burn age I like to have like different scents that I am taking in to help from like a calming perspective I think it also just helps me center my thoughts too in a way So I've been doing that. Yeah, and I'm not the biggest on cooking, although I really would like that. Like in my vision of myself, I'm like this really great chef and like easily put together meals that are so delicious. Yeah. And right now I'm like, you know, using like a meal service delivery like I'm cooking from that but that that is starting to feel good because I'm definitely someone who can prepare food but I'm not someone so much who cooks but when I have like in these last like week or two I've been cooking different meals that I wouldn't normally eat on my own Mm. and that has been feeling really good that's been feeling like added to my self-care And then I think just also, too, like keeping the routine, like even though I'm kind of isolating myself so much, like I walk my dogs at the state park and there's always, you know, regular people who are walking around the same time I am. So just like getting out and like smiling at people, I'm a very smiley person, like wearing a mask and stuff, it really kind of cuts down on what you're non-verbally communicating to people in a way. But when I get to walk my dogs, it's such a distance area that it's not nice to be able to wave or smile to people. And that's been something that I look forward
0: to just socially on a daily basis. Hey, so I'm popping in here before we go because I forgot to ask Aaliyah about something that is so special and meaningful about her work. Something that really encouraged me to be a customer in the first place and be a continued and repeat customer for the long haul. Aaliyah only uses black models on her website. And when I first saw that one, Aaliyah was a Black woman, and two, that she used women in her photos who looked like me and my daughters and my people, I got emotional. Like, I could feel my body doing something. Like, I was just like, wow, this is amazing. And I didn't want to let this episode end without bringing that to light and also just the meaning behind that. And Aaliyah captures all the photos herself. She's the photographer. So a Black woman taking photos of Black women and just being seen from that lens and through that eye, seeing each other in that way, that is sisterhood. That is beauty. That is so much joy and goodness that I think is important, especially in the fashion industry. So thank you, Aaliyah, for your work and for your representation and for the timelessness of your offerings i will be a customer for life thanks for listening to the show today please rate subscribe and review also feel free to share with a friend we love having our community grow music is by dc zone kokai